0: Ever <laughs> two heels in a face. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Two and Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to uh, help out Zell Pro. They're going to give their State of the Union, and when you can expect an upcoming show, uh, one of their first shows to kind of kick off, hopefully nor- uh, normalize wrestling in the future. But Chris, first off, how you doing?
1: Doing well, man. It's it's been it's been a while. It's been I can't remember what like I can't remember the last episode we actually recorded. Uh, last one I dropped in from the hospital. i um, back home, situated. We're you doing did. well. And yeah, like it just slowly getting back to normal. Just like wrestling is slowly trying to get back to normal normalcy. Um, Are you at home? I am at home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Are you in a in a room with a digital bookshelf? (laughs) That is my (laughs) custom bookshelf. As you can see, I have a Source Digital logo. I have a. I just customized it a little bit so it could look like it's mine. There's actually a freelance photo
0: if you can see. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Is that a soccer field? To the, to uh, that's, the, uh,
1: to, yeah, formerly known as Toyota Park, now C. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, so, Did you, know, you read all the, those
0: books back there?
1: I'm pretty sure I read uh, the one wrestling magazine that's in there somewhere. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. but, yeah, it's just a, a makeshift bookshelf uh, for the <laughs> you know conference calls. I told you I had one this morning. So I had to put up the green screen and do my thing. And then I haven't taken it down since. So, so here we are.
0: Looks professional.
1: Uh, so what's been new, man? I, we haven't talked in a while. Uh, yeah. And I know that, you know, we've over the weekend, like I saw Margaret playing with a bunch of dogs. Looked like fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, we went to, we, we've we been going to some house parties, uh, the ones that we, you know, feel comfortable going to. For sure. Um The last dog we were at, or excuse me, the last house we were at had four dogs, so we got in some time with them. Four huge, like large dogs. One of them was a Saint Saint Bernard, four times the size of my dog. Um, So I don't know. I mean, things are are a little. I'm still working from home, but things are a little bit normal otherwise. Um, It's interesting to see, you know, shows being planned, even an outdoor show too with Warrior Wrestling. So. And then you're going to hear all about Zello's coming up. Um,
1: There's been so, a few wrestling shows yeah. that have already happened. I know, I know Galley ran on Saturday. Okay. Galley had a uh, show on Saturday for a split second. I was like, should I go? Can I go? Is there an audience? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I didn't reach out to Carlos or anything. I I, I, I tried watching a little bit over uh, YouTube because they did a YouTube live. Okay. But you know, uh, internet connection was probably not the greatest at the galley arena. So it was a little choppy. Um, but I know they have a show coming up. Um, you know, I don't know how they're going to handle it. If they're still going to have limited seating or whatnot, but you know, with cello coming up and with warrior wrestling coming up uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting excited. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know. It's like, I mean, I am, I am, but the, there's, there's, there's still no signs of it like going fully away. So you just right. got to be careful. You got to be careful. If you're not comfortable going, don't go. Don't let anyone shame you into it. Wear and wear your goddamn mask. I know I'll be wearing my mask at any show. Um, anytime I go out, I do. So, um, or like anytime I go into stores and things like that. So, yeah, uh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a weird, there's, it's, it's just anything you do just, always have in the back of your mind, those precautions, like uh, you always got to like, what are the precautions of the store? What are the precautions of the people around me? What are they comfortable with? So just be, it's, it's, you're living your life cognizant of all of that. So
1: different. Listen, target Walmart, all these big stores have one way aisles now. And I try to respect <laughs> that to the most of my abilities and I just hate bumping into people, uh, you know, like just because, you know, maybe sometimes I'll shrug it and be like, Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me or whatever. But you have to keep in mind that other people might not, might not be as comfortable. Right. Yeah. So k- being conscious at all times, not just for your sake, but for others. Um, I think it's important going to these shows. It's definitely going to be different, you know, but you know, like uh, you were here in uh, uh State of the Union, like they really want to be cautious. They they want to enforce, you know, wearing your mask at all times. And there, there's going to be lessons learned along the along the way because this is all new for everybody. Um, and even Matt Nix on My Violet Tendencies, he's talked about how he just doesn't feel comfortable running freelance right now yeah. because he can't promise the safety of everyone. So he's like, you know what? We'll come back when we're able to come back. Yeah. No, I, I, I
0: want to point that out too. If anyone's not comfortable. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we already said that and there's no, the yeah, there's no, there's no the only, the only wrong way to do it is to completely disregard it.
1: So absolutely. that's
0: the only, that's the only wrong way you can do it. Whether you want to do anything or not, or whether you want to do anything with restrictions, I think those are both fine. But uh, so yeah, everyone's got their own pace and their own cadence, whatever they're comfortable with. But I think we will trust the promoters to keep everyone's best interest to keep to to keep everyone's interest in mind, best interest in mind. Um, But if if there is a show running and and a company that we work with, you know, we're going to support them. Uh, But if there is if there one that is isn't, we also like support you as well. We'll just support you digitally.
1: Yeah, and and I think one of the the things to point out is that you know as as these shows are being put together, and there's some doubt in everyone's mind about should I go, should I not go? Like you said, if you don't want to, if you want to stay home, if you want to stay away from those, you know, those places, that's cool, that's fine. But for those who are looking forward to towards going, and, and they show up, and for some reason, one reason or another, talent doesn't show up like also be understanding that that's going to happen. I I don't know if if that has happened yet, but I know that there might be some like, what's that subtitle they always put Um, cards subject to change. Yeah. So, you know, everybody stay safe, Um, you know, try and have fun the, you know, whichever ways you can And, and keep in mind that others also need that, you know, social distancing at times. So,
0: right. Yeah, I want, to, I want to take this chance to point out to, to – uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen to this to this conversation between Matt Calling and D-Ray, but also take the chance to point out that we just released one, which I have to promote a little bit more, which I will, uh, with Kylie Ray and Isaiah Velasquez. So if you haven't checked that out, please go do that as well. Uh, they both said it was super fun, so we must be doing something right to some extent. Um, or oh, We would
1: have probably bribed them with beggars pizza, but sure.
0: Yeah, well, they will get beggars from <laughs> us eventually. Um, uh, eventually, that's going to be their the, the first time we can embrace in person without worrying about this. Hopefully, I'll ha- we'll have a beggars gift card for them for um, sure. before, even before that. But I want to po- take a chance to point that out um, for those of you listening. Uh, so after you're done with this one, definitely check that one out because it's always a fun conversation with them. Um, and our last uh, our episode before with Isaiah was like one of our most popular episodes I think ever that we've ever done. So we have a good, uh, a good time chatting with them always.
1: Yeah. And I mean, and you know, like it's, it's also important. Like, you know, we, we talk about wrestling as a buffet and I know a lot of wrestling podcasts right now, like kind of like uh, for, for people that focus on the indies and things like that have struggled a little bit to put out content and you know, like, I wanna like you had some great ideas. Uh, you know, being able to have you know Kylie and and Isaiah talking to D-Ray a couple of weeks back. Um, you know, which I know you're you're tirelessly tirelessly working on getting this video up. <laughs> it, it, um, it, uh, uh, yeah, tire, after, after I, like TV a TV. two
0: after like a two week break, I've tired. <laughs> I'm back to tirelessly working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we did a watch along of uh, Ray Mysterio versus Eddie. Uh, Havoc 90s Halloween Havoc 97 and as which is now we- live on
2: day.
0: it's now live on Daily Motion.
1: oh it's live we got it yeah okay so check, we got it check so, back uh, on uh what uh, two heels on a face.com the embedded video will be there I'm sure
0: hopefully it, uh <laughs> yeah it'll be somewhere if you follow us on social media or two heels it a face.com you'll, you'll find it
1: yeah so um man but so just real quick let me share something uh as we've been home back from the hospital like yep. i i can't with with what you said my my oldest daughter like i don't remember ever like sitting on the couch with her just watching tv and sort of quote-unquote relaxing like i felt like everything was really fast-paced even though it was our firstborn i was really busy at work um you know i was sending newsletter from the hospital and i was sending like different work things. You know, um. Right, right, and, and and this time around, like even though I'm busy, I was like, nah, fuck that. Like, I need some time to just you know be at home, oh, yeah. and be present, right? Um, so you know, I've gotten to do that. We bought a, I got a lazy boy that's in our bedroom, um, you know, just like a rocking chair. Um, so we'll feed her there. It's it's been like the best investment that I've done. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> I enjoy it so much, um, and. I've been watching a lot of uh, like old, different, all, all types of wrestling, like old Lucha Libre matches just put on YouTube, like random, like just rabbit holes of Lucha Libre. Um, you know, as I'm feeding her or burping her or, or we're just sitting there, you know? So it's, it's been quite, quite the treat. And I actually found out that I could, um, I think I've, I found out that I have TNT. So I logged, my I use my TNT login or my ATT login to the TNT app and I'm able to watch AEW. So I started catching up with some of that content. Nice. So yeah, slowly but surely, like I've been definitely getting getting my downtime and my wrestling time. So it's it's been feeling pretty damn good.
0: Yeah. No, that's I'm sure that feels great. Cause I know you're always one who's just like, Man, I wanna watch that, but I can't. And I'm a little bit like that too, <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, um, yeah I feel like that's something that you said a lot and now Mm -hmm. yeah you're putting priorities with priorities and and uh and you're starting them young too gotta gotta get the the (laughs) graphs in front in front of Emma early um and you know get her ready so that's really cool to see
1: yeah man but you know uh life, life life is good right now I can't complain and uh, you were mentioning, so you're going to a wedding. How's this wedding like? It's, it's, is it, yeah, so family, friends? Like, how's that gonna work uh, out?
0: It's it's all bri- it's bridal party only and family. Okay. So I mean, this is a, a one of the more questionable moves, right? I've done during quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise that you, I promise you, I have been responsible in most cases. Uh, you, the listener, who probably. Is like, Charlie's a hypocrite. Um, but <laughs> but this is like, I mean, I've known this guy since kindergarten. I would consider him one of my top three best friends on this earth. And I'm standing up in the wedding too. So they got, I mean, they no one else is going besides that. But um, so they brought it down to like the bridal party, plus hopefully immediate family. I think that's mm-hmm. what they said. So it's mm-hmm. going to be a small group, smaller group. Um but yeah, I'm going. Um, I'm driving up. Uh, driving. It's in Holland, Michigan. So I'm driving there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll be. We'll be like wedding stuff and rehearsal stuff, and then Sunday I'm coming back. So, um, gonna knock out some twoe's and a face stuff before then. I promise. I mean, we're live on Daily Motion. Now follow us on Daily Motion. <laughs> um,
1: the only place good. where WWE doesn't give a shit and won't take us <laughs> down. <rounds. laughs>
0: Well, I don't even know. I was going to ask you. I don't even know if I should change the name of the video it's Eddie versus Ray" or not even risk it. But um, just,
1: just just put, you know, two h a f dash twenty four sixty three eighty five or something. <laughs> just go okay, so for or whatever.
0: Just so the video
1: can live out in the interweb somewhere. Guys, the future is
0: on Daily Motion. <laughs> We're monetizing it. Follow uh, us on Daily Motion for one dollar a month and um yeah and and we're paying support. you the
1: dollar you don't need to pay us <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: yeah but that's my weekend coming up so yeah i mean uh hopefully I, did, I don't drunk tweet from our account and i keep it to my account um i've been known <laughs> to drunk tweet here and there but i promise you it won't be anything controversial It'll just be random thoughts that are in my be head
1: making my way back to twitter i don't think i've <laughs> to my twitter account in so long and you gotta love those uh drunk reminder tweets from Charlie. He'll try to remind himself of a task or something. And
0: oh I try to send myself like <laughs> an email to support people's Patreons. And yeah, I don't know. I I, I always try to send myself like reminder emails or like uh-huh. or, or yeah, reminder something. And then the next day I can't remember the, the original thought that Prompted the email mm-hmm. to remind me about something. So it just looks like code that showed up like, in, in my. Emails, like, what I, what I do is,
1: I've never, because I never like having inbox, like uh, emails in my inbox, and I never like to have uh, emails and drafts. Oh, is everything yeah. all right? I hear beep. Oh, oh,
0: yeah. No, my house is on fire, but it's good.
1: <laughs> okay. As long as you're yeah. drinking Modelo, you, that'll put out the fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just put. I write myself a draft email and leave it in drafts. And if, if I see something oh, in drafts, okay. I know that that's that's something that I wrote at some point in the near you know past. Huh.
0: Maybe okay. I should. Yeah, maybe I should just leave everything in drafts. Or I need to remind myself why I'm trying to remind myself of something. It's so meta. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Well, let's remind the listener what they're here for. Yes. And they're here. To listen uh, to Zello Pro State of the Union, provided by Matt Calling and D-Ray, um, and they're going to talk about their upcoming show, "Stronger Together." The show is going to take place on August 15th, and is that a Saturday? That is a Saturday. From seven to ten. You know, Zello shows are short and powerful. Yep. Um, and short, sweet, to the point. They're going to be back at Joe's on Wheat Street, Uh limit of 50 people. Um, okay. And as of earlier today, we're recording this on Monday, the 13th. Uh, they are, there are about 20 to 25 tickets available. So, so not a lot. Not a lot. If you definitely want to enjoy some good wrestling and you feel comfortable, join us. I'm pretty confident that I will be there. I don't know yeah. Charlie you yeah. like, I don't know would you be there? I gotta
0: I, you know I gotta mark that date because I'm such a popular you, person
1: you should sure. email uh, yourself the date
0: I, I yeah <laughs> I got I gotta I gotta get hold that date And so that's the first thing I'm gonna do right after that's is hold that date but as long as you're comfortable with me being somewhat near you with a mask on then I'm there so if I got your permission
1: well, I, I'm, I'm comfortable I've just been trying to think like how are we gonna drink with a mask on
0: have you, we should bring back uh, Bandy Straws. Do you remember? Yeah, like,
1: Bandy Straws. Yep. That, yeah, that was
0: bring it. it back. Yep, we we'll can do be that. Drunk
1: as hell with the first beer. Just. <laughs> <out of>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, All right, man. Well, anything before uh, we go on to the State of the Union of Zello Pro?
0: No, uh, youtube.com slash Zello Pro. Please subscribe there uh, to see Yeah, you can have- watch.
1: You can watch this uh, audio portion that you're about to hear. You can watch that on YouTube for sure.
0: Yeah. There has been also interviews that we've released, but we haven't released all of them. So if you want to see all the interviews that they've done, please go subscribe there. Honestly, like that is the reason why besides the fact that we love Zello pro and the wrestlers, we were trying to help them promote their YouTube channel as well. So go sub. It takes like three clicks and uh, a second of your time. And uh and, yeah,
1: and things main, the same way they have been with Solo Pro, all those matches from Stronger Together are going to eventually be on YouTube as well. Yep. Every exactly. match that they've taped is on YouTube. Like, their library of content is pretty hefty.
0: It is. It is so worth it. Like, it's so worth your time to, to subscribe because y- you know you're going to get a lot. All their shit. All their shit. All their good shit. So, now's the time to do it.
1: That's right. All right. So, in the event that you want to follow some potential uh, drunken tweets from Charlie, you can follow us at a face twoheelscenterface on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Daily uh, Motion. Daily Motion. It's, it's going to come back. That's, that's the way to go. You, know, you might never find the actual video if you type it out because we're just going to put some random numbers in front of it. Right. Uh, but, bro, I... Hope you have fun at the wedding. Stay safe. Uh, definitely a good party with, with people that you know you known for so long in friendships. Like it's definitely needed. So I do hope that you enjoy your time out there.
0: Thanks, man. I I hope I come back safe and with my liver intact.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, make no promises on the liver. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. I can take a uh, but... few. Minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna take a few suplexes this weekend, but most importantly, just coming back, coming back, uh, uh, healthy, um, sure. is, is key.
1: All right, uh, where can people find our podcast episodes, Charlie?
0: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> Spotify, Stitcher, Radio, iTunes, Google Play. Um, is there one I'm missing? I think that's at SoundCloud. SoundCloud, and. Um, you can find them all to thisinterface.com as well. But uh, you know, probably a bunch of other Android apps. If there isn't an app, if there's an app that you use and we're not
1: on it, let us know. We'll
0: then we'll give us some give me something more to do this <laughs> week, hopefully. But uh, those are the pretty much standard ones.
1: Cool. Let's jump into the interview with uh calling and D-Ray. Let's go.
2: Hey everybody! Welcome back to the Zello Pro YouTube page. Map a calling here with you today, and my guest is the formidable Dan Reyes, D. F. and Ray, D. Ray. What's up, brother? What's up, Matt? How you doing? Good, man. Good. Welcome. I love the setup. You and uh, you and Bryce certainly have a similar affinity for for pops.
3: Yeah, we um, we kind of have this addiction for pops, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but most of those are my like Dragon Ball Z pops. Um, nice yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to downsize on the regular ones so i'm just kind of like those for right now yeah <laughs> it doesn't help that there's over like a hundred in that line so <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah i can imagine impressive though impressive yeah, yeah. creates for a good background for sure
3: <laughs> it definitely impresses all the ladies too oh, oh yeah <laughs>
2: No better way. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat, man. I, I mean, you and I chat on a fairly regular basis, but I uh, figured we'd take a opportunity to actually share some of our conversation you know, with the fans and with the world sure, and sure, uh, you know, get a little bit of, of our our personal background and, and message out there, as well as address some of the questions and things coming out with, with Zello right now with us announcing that we are returning to action uh, in Chicago on August 15th. So let's rewind for, for a quick second always start these conversations out in a similar way. We are now in about month four going on five of quarantine as this pandemic has really started to hit home. Um, how is, how is that treating you as you're based in the Chicagoland area? Uh, and and you have your own personal experience with COVID-19 and and the way the virus has affected you share a little bit with that with, with us and and our viewers.
3: Yeah. Um, so we had, um, so I live with my parents still, unfortunately, yeah. and, and, uh, well, the, the house had to be on lockdown because my dad ended up, uh, contracting COVID-19 from, from his workplace it's crazy. and, and then, um, he ended up maybe, I think possibly infecting my mom, although she didn't really get tested for it, but my dad did. But, yeah. you know, since they're in such close quarters in the bedroom and always around each other, um, right. she probably got it from him. So I had to, you know, stay away from them while they were basically locked down in the room. So my dad was probably sick for a good um, six weeks. He lost about wow, like sixteen six pounds. Yeah, sixteen okay. to seventeen pounds.
2: And this this uh, was really early on. This was back in in March, this, is that right? Or
3: uh, I want to say it was mid March to April. Yeah, okay. he was sick. Yeah. Um. So my dad ended up getting, you know, better after about six weeks um he was he was six old. weeks
2: tends to be a little bit longer than some people assume that it's supposed to be most people are talking about you know it's a 14 day window that's usually the life uh, lifespan of a virus any virus for that matter but specifically coronavirus so in your personal experience it this was a six week prolonged experience
3: yeah he was he was um like first week he was just you know like uh sweating really bad he had high fevers and then going into like the second week he was just very fatigued he he looked um Extremely tired, yeah. He couldn't really hold food down as much, um, and then that's when he started like losing weight, and then uh, he, his his cough got worse. Um, and then going into like week four, he started clearing up a little bit more. Basically, all they told him was keep you know taking uh, Tylenol and then just rest. Yeah, there, there was no like real like medicine or anything for it at that
2: time. So and he was he was not hospitalized at any point.
3: No, it, it didn't get that bad. Yeah. Um, they ended up giving both my mom and dad, um, inhalers for okay. their breathing in, yeah. in case it got to that point where they were having trouble breathing, sure. they could use the inhaler to go ahead and do that. Um, so, you know, dur- during that point I had when it got checked as well. Uh, I was running a high fever, but nothing were- really, n- yeah, no other symptoms got, you know, past that point. Sure. So like, I, I think the highest fever that I had was about like a hundred and then it just okay. went went down every day so sure. nothing real bad came from it And did, did you uh,
2: say you did get tested or you did not
3: i did not okay they, yeah so there, i couldn't
2: there, there's a chance that you may have contracted it during that time
3: there there may yeah may have been but
2: sure. um you know but you're, right, you're as you're... of right
3: now i'm fine yeah
2: right and in terms of symptoms you only experienced the fever while while your dad tested positive and kind of had a little bit more of the brunt of what yeah, is
3: correct correct so then the virus so then the 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 bad you know thing about it was like someone else had you know gotten sick at my dad's work and then they didn't shut down the factory or do any type of cleaning at all they just let business go on and then once my dad got sick then they took procedures to make sure everybody you know like was was safe everything was wiped down everything was clean and like you know like they they could have prevented this and you but they did that's that's the 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 you know, like the thing that pisses me off about. Them. Absolutely.
2: Right. The, because the not, not only. Have,
3: yeah, it's not serious or anything.
2: Right. Because it put your dad at work where your dad at risk and then mm-hmm. anyone else he came in contact with, including you and the rest of your family. And and I think we're starting to see that in in a lot of different workplaces where there are uh, it's a there's certainly uh, a lack of, of serious seriousness being taken where even just personally, my father in law is currently uh, recover not necessarily recovering but in the heat of covid 19 and we're about in a week or two and very similar uh, experience and symptoms with issues with breathing high fever lack of appetite um, yeah. again not really much that can be done for it other than staying hydrated taking Tylenol resting as much as possible and then and quarantine yourself from from everyone around and similarly potentially contracted it in a workplace which may have not been taken it seriously and certainly could have been preventable and and these are just yeah. Two situations amongst the tens of thousands of potential contraction cases that are that are out there and and still out there on a daily basis
3: yeah exactly like you know it's so easy to kind of just like say oh it's not that serious you know like no one's gonna die from it or anything like that but then once once you see like all the reports coming in and and it happens to someone within your family or or in your immediate family then you kind of like Oh, shit, like this could be a little bit more serious than it actually yeah. is.
2: And it, it's sad that it it sometimes takes that, you know, personal experience with it to get to that point of, of treating it with a level of seriousness and, and taking it for, for what it is, which is a, a deadly virus, potentially, depending on you as an individual and how you might react to it. And there are a lot of different factors that come into play in terms of being able to come in contact with how you deal with it, how you recover. And, and there are hundreds of thousands who have, who have obviously not recovered from it. And it's a, it's a scary thing. And, and we know personally that there's a lot of people out there who, who either don't believe in it entirely, don't take it seriously, are not willing to get on board with preventative measures and social distancing and masks and all of that stuff. And we're in a very interesting position because we've seen it now firsthand in our immediate families and can speak to it firsthand like we're, we're not just giving our personal opinions or our political opinions or taking it from uh, you know someone of notoriety who has given their opinion and, and sharing that like these are personal experiences that are dictating the way that that we have perceived this the what we believe about it and how we're going to move forward and educate others about it and, and it, it has to be taken seriously. Like no right. no matter no matter what there is to to contradict, it, it's something that needs to be taken seriously.
3: Yeah. The um the one thing I was concerned about the most uh once my dad had, you know, gotten better was the after effects. Because I had seen and read, you know, things online saying like the lungs take like damage from like the ammonia effects from right. from uh the, the covid. So you know, right now it's kind of hard to get doctor's appointments because everything's going on. They're limited. Yep. And then again, my dad's kind of like the old stubborn man. He's maybe, I want to say he's in, in his late sixties. He might mm-hmm. be early seventies, but he, he doesn't like going to doctors unless there's something absolutely wrong with him. Then he'll yeah. go.
2: Right. And so. and my father-in-law is, is in a very similar position. And, and if you can avoid those settings, that's the way that they're going to choose. Yeah. But there may come a time where it, it's absolutely necessary. And you certainly don't want to wait before, you know, it's too late. And even with I mean, you know this like with, with my personal experience, even with, with my daughter Hazel she was hospitalized for a month, not from coronavirus, but from the flu for the entire month of March. And it was a unique situation because a lot of the, the symptoms and the results of contracting the flu hit her in a way that a lot of people are experiencing with coronavirus. She was tested and, and tested negative, but she was on a ventilator for two weeks. She was in a medically induced coma for well over a week. And there were a lot of precautions that were put in place while we were in the hospital, because while, while we were in the ICU, a lot of the corona virus uh, cases and uh, not necessarily popularity, but was were coming up here in the U.S. Uh, around that time that we were there. So we were kind of blinded to the rest of the things going on in the world as we were so focused on her. But even just talking about the flu, something that is seasonal that we tend to see every year that there are vaccinations for, the, a lot of the precautions that are put in place are very similar. And the fact that it got so bad just from something that we are used to seeing on a yearly basis that is normally treatable and preventable it hit a 5-year-old so hard to where the, there was a chance that she wasn't going to survive from it which is it which is not something that i had ever considered before and like we we're always uh, a family who tends to get our flu shots and and takes care of ourselves. And this happened to be the year that Hazel did not get her flu shot for a variety of reasons, but the rest of us did. And the rest of us were fine, but the fact that she didn't and then got hit so hard with it, and then we're in the ICU for an extended period of time. And that's a, that's a scenario where we're not necessarily in a COVID environment, but probably as close as you're going to get to it and being able to see those effects firsthand and the requirements. I mean, there, there's a reason why while we were, in the ICU and anyone who is in the hospital with the effects of any kind of virus, coronavirus, flu, what have you, you're required to wear a mask to protect both the patient and yourself. The doctors and nurses are not allowed to come in the room without wearing the protective equipment of a mask and gloves for an extended period of at least two weeks to when the virus is gone. Like that's just standard hospital procedure to protect the medical workers and the visitors and the patients. And it only makes sense scientifically and medically that that's the very minimum that can be put in place in our society in order to further help that spread. So it's very interesting for me to see all of this anti-mask wearing uh, narrative because it has nothing to do with with your political views it has nothing to do with infringing on your rights like this this is something that is so standard in a hospital setting to prevent viral infections because viruses are transmitted via droplets which are protected against whether it's a cloth mask whether it's a disposable mask whether it's an n95 mask It's proven that those type of precautionary measures reduce the risk of infection greatly And when we come back to running shows for Zello Pro or wrestling for that matter, regardless of whether it is government mandates or not, those are things that are going to be followed along with to put in place to protect ourselves, to protect our talent, and to protect the the fans who are coming to see the shows. And if that's something that, for whatever reason, you don't think is right— it's it's infuriating because it's because of our personal experiences the thing we things we've seen firsthand uh but it's also just the easiest way that we can go about conducting ourselves in order for us to continue conducting business on a somewhat normal level and start being able to put on events again it's, it's a very long-winded soapbox but i i you know i i think you agree
3: yeah uh before you know we jumped on this call this morning i went to take my mom to uh, get another covid test um because she's having a uh, cataract surgery. So even, even the doctors want to make sure like the patients before they even step into surgery are, you know, virus free sure. or doing anything. So like, if you think like us prevent, you know, taking these steps before you enter in the, into the building to watch us put on a show for you guys is too much. I mean, doctors are taking it to, to, you know, prevent themselves or you getting from, you know, right. further other right. sicknesses.
2: Exactly. And and I mean, that's the thing, like all of all of these measures and precautions, regardless of where you're getting your information from, most widely uh, believed in are is coming from the medical field. There, there's a reason why we're we see not only surgical masks, but just disposable masks being worn in hospital settings anytime there is any kind of viral infection or bacterial infection involved to protect the person interacting with them and the person who might be there visiting with them and the patient themselves. Like that, if if you've never been in a hospital setting, that's what you you can expect is that if you go to the hospital with a flu, let's pretend coronavirus never existed, that's just you're, you're hospitalized for an infection of some sort, whether viral or bacterial. Your healthcare workers will be wearing masks to protect themselves and to protect you, because oftentimes your immune system is compromised when you're already infected. So they're wearing masks to not further infect you with something else that may further complicate the current situation that you're dealing with. I mean, it, it's very, very basic science and medicine and that's all that people should focus on and and try to practice and that's the for for our purposes is the only way we're going to be able to conduct ourselves and move forward and continue business and hopefully get back to a point where we no longer have to restrict ourselves with capacities and with interactions and everything like that because of otherwise there's really not an alternative at this point. This is this is kind of the way that is going to be standard in the way that things are heading, regardless of wrestling or sports or or family events, any type of gatherings are going to require these types of precautions in in order for them to happen. Yep, it's wild. So that, that that's our, our fifteen minute <laughs> tangent on on coronavirus and and thank mass you for pandemic. sticking with us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm 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 always interested in hearing you know, adverse opinions and, and people who don't believe that this is the right right way to proceed. Uh, because I want to know what, where those experience and where those opinions are coming from on, right. on a personal level, not just who you saw it from on Facebook or social media and chose to subscribe to and believe their story and their way of doing things because our opinions are coming from personal experiences and that's what we're going to share. And and that's what we're going to advocate for based on the things we've seen so that those things don't happen to other people and other families. You know, that's, that's where we are coming from. If you're coming from, from another side of things, I'm 100% open to listening and hearing about it. it, it certainly whether I agree with you or not is, is another story, but I, I want, Some actual factual opinions of your own that are backed by science and medicine. If you're going to dispute the way that we are going to go about proceeding, right? So let's let's circle back to wrestling a little bit. All right, let's go. Because uh, you and I have known each other for a long time. We met back in 2005 uh back in our backyard wrestling days yeah uh, and yeah so it's it's been uh you know close to 15 years at this point that that we've known each other which is kind of wild to think about um but talk to me a little bit about your background in in the professional wrestling world how you came upon the professional wrestling world what your journey has looked like and kind of what has led us to to being here talking today
3: right okay so um we met in 2005 but prior to that um I had started back wrestle or backyard wrestling in maybe like 2003. And that's where I met, you know, James, obviously. Yeah. So, so after like our little, like two groups, like hooked up and and put on shows together and we went our separate ways, you know, like we started, you know, training together. Right. So we, yeah. we started training under Mike Matthews and, and then uh, Tony Scarpone. And then once Tony did Tony things, <laughs> whole
2: nother, that's a whole other episode. Yeah
3: once Tony did Tony things, uh, we, 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 sided with Bryce and started training under Bryce for, for a lot of years. And then from there, you know, just, you know, take, took a lot of seminars, uh, started learning Lucha with, um, discovery who just passed away, um, from cancer during this COVID, uh, pandemic. And then, you know, with, with discovery, he was really good friends with sky day. They, they teamed together. So sky day came in and, uh, trained us as well. So, you know, like I, I do like American training with Bryce, like three times a week two two times uh, a week, uh, lucha training with discovery or, or sky day. So I was, I was, you know, getting my, my education on yeah. wrestling.
2: Well, versed. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Like I always, I always forget how long I've actually been wrestling for or in wrestling but there's been there's been periods where I haven't wrestled, so like sure. I would say in ring altogether, maybe about like seven years in ring experience.
2: Okay, so essentially, you started training for for independent wrestling in in that world back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, right been doing it off and on you know for a little while then. Uh, and when do you remember when you had your first match?
3: It was probably about two thousand and eight. Um, it was at Cicero Stadium, and it was a golly show because you know back then we were helping Carlos set up the ring we' were, we were doing everything with with Carlos um as in you know like er, you know learning the ropes and yeah. and you know paying dues and stuff like that so it was Cicero Stadium show, and I think it was a five on five match. I just remember a lot of people being in the match um. My team was Mason, Caselli. Um, I want to say Marks was in the match. Uh, me and then this uh, other guy Chilango, who was a, a lucha guy, and then on the other side was Calisto, um, Isaiah's, yeah, uh, Jordan Pride. I want to say Lamar Titan, and then someone else, uh, probably another lucha guy. Or, or someone else but it was it was it was because i forgot someone didn't show up and tony was just like yo yo d-ray you have your boots i'm like yeah he's like go get them we'll <laughs> throw you in this match and then i borrowed a, a, a pair of tights from caselli that he had and yeah that was it i don't remember really doing much in that match but sure. But afterwards, I remember just like Isaiah and and Jordan saying, "Oh, you should have done more. You could have like done a little bit more here and there instead of just yeah. come in and do that." And just like, okay, cool. Like I just didn't want to like forget it's anything. Just, it's, that, it's your that, first, that first was, match
2: ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a so, situation.
3: So yeah, it was just weird being out there. Like like okay, like at least like if I do something, there's like four other guys right. on the on the side. That All
2: could, things considered, <laughs> yeah. it's probably the best first match situation to be in. Cause yeah. You, rely on on the others and there's certainly quite a bit of experience in in those you know eight to ten other guys for sure
3: yeah for sure so like i was just like okay this is this pretty comfortable then (laughs) yeah
2: so I mean, so I mean, you've you've worked for Galia a handful of times. You've worked for Freelance in in its initiations um, and and a handful of other promotions around the Midwest. And you you mentioned that you've kind of gone on and off from the competitive side to kind of behind the scenes side. What you know in your experience, do you do you prefer one over the other?
3: There, there's nothing more like being entering because. You know, like you're out there, you're you're feeling like the the energy of the crowd. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you don't feel ener- any energy, but you want to give them everything you got, so you still try to put that out there sure. and try to grab them. Um. So that's that's always fun. And then working on the other side is also fun because me, I'm, I'm a very creative person, so yeah. like I need to do something creative, and that I can't sit like at a regular desk like typing in sure. numbers or anything like that. So for me, like watching and helping put together like a, a, a card and watching how the show like plays out is like yeah. also gratifying, gratifying to me.
2: Absolutely. So. And you're, and you're very good at it. So for, for people who don't know, I mean, if, if you've listened to two heels in a face podcast and um, have followed along with, we you know, with your career, your social media, know that you're a very pivotal member of the Zello pro wrestling team, uh, both backstage and in show, I believe we gave you a, there was a title that we had come up with a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, director of you know production and and creative operations or something along the lines oh, but very yeah, much of all trades uh because you're you're able to fulfill a lot of those needs creatively and production wise and 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 booking um and and all the things and and just doing d-ray things as uh the two heels guys have, yeah. have said before um and so i i think that's certainly been a, a fun journey to to see you and whether people are familiar with with the that role that you're in or not um you know I, I i think that anybody who sees the product uh, can certainly attest a good amount of majority of that to you having a hand in it which is awesome and and you do have a creative background your you know your uh photography by trade and creative design and you have your own business as well doing um
3: graphic design and graphic
2: design yeah, yeah exactly so i mean I, I think those are all things that certainly kind of go hand in hand especially in the in the professional wrestling world um you know so kind of with all of that you, you know what have been some of the things that you've enjoyed most about being on that side of of the fence
3: i think coming up with different ideas for for storylines yeah is always it's a good thing um maybe ideas for promos like i could i could do a good promo but like in my head like i could I could hear like characters doing promos. Like I could picture like GPA cutting a promo on like something that we would want him to do. Yeah. Or, or Isaiah like putting on a match with someone else. I could see it in my head, like playing out and, and see how like the reactions would play or, or Kylie uh, coming out and, and getting like pops as, as she puts somebody like in her finisher, you know, like I could, I could see that in my head and I, that's like where like, I want to get things achieved too. Like, Booking wise and
2: absolutely and, and, and not part. just yeah. not just for yourself, yeah. obviously as a writer for for other people and being exactly. able to have into that creative know how. And but you've always been a lifelong wrestling fan, right?
3: Yes, definitely for sure.
2: And like you're I've... go on.
3: Go yeah, like I've I've been watching since like I was a kid, like I don't know, maybe like seven or eight, something like that. Yeah. But like right now it's kind of like on hiatus with <laughs> with no crowds. It's kind of just right. like it's hard to watch.
2: And and who is your favorite of all time?
3: Favorite of all time, Bret Hart.
2: Yeah. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. It's a good one, without a doubt. Yeah. So Bret- now I, I know Bret- that you're you're also uh as having kind of lived and trained in the lucha world and and being a fan of the Eddie Guerreros and the Ray Mysterios of the world, I was with you when you met Ray Mysterio for the first time. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that story.
3: Okay, so like I uh you know I like I got that painting made for like of Ray and Eddie, and I wanted to get it signed, so like I brought that and you know like i'm just nervous because like ray's one of my idols like i've I've watched him in wcw and just seen like how small he was and you know like me i'm not i'm not built tall so sure So like i always took to took to uh ray as kind of like a a hero yeah and uh meeting him was just like awesome because i was just like here's this guy that i've seen like do these incredible moves in the ring, do stuff, like, I want to do, and like, he's in front of me, and now I get to talk to him and, like, meet meet him, and like, I was just, like, very, like, shy and nervous, and I was just like, oh, sorry, sir, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I went back into, like, that rookie mode of, of, a, of a wrestler, like, in a locker yeah. room meeting someone and just having, like, the utmost respect for him, so I was just, like, very, like, nervous, like, when he spoke to me, and I was just like, oh, my God, like, he's actually, like, taking, like, time with me and talking to me and like because the, join, join the, me
2: the painting that you've had made if anyone hasn't seen it it was a uh portrait d- painted of eddie and ray wearing their gear from the halloween havoc match right, right. correct and, and uh and I, i'm he had not seen that before or it was an original
3: yeah he had, i don't think he had seen it before although like the image had been like online yeah um so he saw it and he was just like looking at probably the picture of like himself and Eddie and just like having like memories, you know. So yeah. so he he looked at it and he's like, Oh man, how could you bring this to me and not give it to me? And I'm just like, Oh, I'm sorry, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so then I apologized for swearing and then, you know, like he showed me a picture of um the mask he he had just gotten it like remade. So he showed me a picture of it and I was just like, Oh man, that's so cool and I'm like, well, I could, you know, get you one made and send it to you, and so I got one made, but I, I haven't been able to get a hold of him, or he hasn't. He, all right, so I gave him my email address instead of my phone number, which was <laughs> a total mistake. So, well, yeah.
2: hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh man,
3: I should have given my phone number instead. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, if if Ray's listening, you've got it on the line, ready to ready his way
3: <laughs> yeah i i, I, I try to go through someone who uh works for the company right now but yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> incredible i mean that it was super fun to watch play out and if if anybody uh follows you on social media they can see the the pictures there for sure
3: oh yeah definitely
2: so you know kind of looking at towards the future of professional wrestling and and zello pro specifically you know kind of seeing how much uncertainty there is either there's certainly a silver lining in the fact that we are planning on returning with uh, very strict restrictions in place and and protocols that we're gonna be following. But August 15th, we announced this week is gonna be our return to Joe's on Weed Street in Chicago with a 50 fan capacity based on the regulations of Chicago reopening and Illinois phase guidelines. Um, You know, what do you expect with this event? What are you looking forward to? And, you know, what can the fans expect to see if they are either coming to the show or able to view it later?
3: Well, I expect fans to be very happy um, with being in a live crowd again. Yeah, Uh, seeing wrestling in Chicago, I know lots of people have been asking me when we are coming back to Joe's live because we're in Milwaukee. We're in Kansas City. We're doing shows at the baseball stadium, but we had not been to Joe's in what, maybe like six months, seven months. It had been a while. So people were asking us when we were going to be back there. So I feel like they're going to be excited to be back at Joe's. They're going to be excited to see us wrestle. They're going to be excited to actually be in a live crowd again, right. although it's going to be limited spacing and possible, um, so and you know as much possible social distancing as, yeah. as there could be. They're still going to be happy to see each other because you know, like our fans love to like talk with each other and they yeah, see each other compl- at other shows. It's yeah, the soap- rest. Gathering. The social community or the wrestling community here in Chicago is very social and they know each other. They, they're they very uh, respectful of each other and, you know, they're friends. Right. So uh, I'm expecting them to have a good time, even though it's going to be limited. Um, they're going to be seeing a great card that we're going to be putting on for them. Some new faces yeah. um, that we want to introduce into Zello uh, Wrestling. And it's, I, I feel like they're going to have... Yeah. A good experience and a good time in a safe environment.
2: Right. Right. And that I think that's, that's certainly them. the key. You know, we, we put out what, th- what, what, can be expected in terms of some of the guidelines. Masks are going to be required. Um, cleanliness is of the utmost importance. Joe's is, is very much in line with all of the guidelines that are coming out of the city of Chicago and the state. We're, we're really following their lead when it comes to a lot of the precautions being put in place. Because as the venue, this is their home. They are, are the ones who are truly not just liable, but are responsible for conducting the the business of the venue. And they're doing other shows. They have some comedy shows that have been planned and, and are going to happen a couple of times a month. So they're really going to get their, their feet wet over this next month, even before we get in there, as to having people back, both in, in their bar, and their restaurant, and their patio rooftop that's open right now. So we're really following their lead on all of the restrictions and guidelines in place. But regardless of that or not, we would still be putting our own precautions in place because you know, if you listen to the first 15 minutes of this, you understand why, um, you know, so so we're gonna be able to do this as safely as possible. And if the time comes after August where we are able to continue doing this on a regular basis, uh, whether that capacity restriction loosens a little bit or not, we're gonna have to take, you know, one month at a time essentially, but for the time being our goal is to hopefully can, you know, if August goes well to continue doing this at a similar capacity at a similar rate so that we can, Keep giving the fans an opportunity to see wrestling live again in the safest way possible, without putting our fans or our talent at risk, um, and and that's certainly something that I'm excited to to see. And it's it's so fitting that August is is special to us because that's our anniversary time. Exactly, you know, we. we First started in August of 2017, so we're really approaching our three-year anniversary, which is kind of crazy at the same time because three—I mean, three years is not all that long of a period of time. You know, still not necessarily in infancy, but we're still toddlers in a way. But who—who uh, who Zello Pro is August 2020 is vastly different than what it looked like in August of 2017. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that and and kind of what what your experience was in in our first event, you know, and what that looked like to where we kind of become now.
3: Oh, man, like uh, our first event was uh, a little nerve wracking because we're supposed to be at Joe's um, in Rosemont. Right. And then that. And then that got canceled, so we had to quickly, within a week, find a new venue. Yeah,
2: if, if nobody knows that story, we were we were set for August 24th, 2017, Joe's Live in Rosemont, which is a, a very, very nice venue, formerly Toby Keith's Bar and Grill, um, if you've ever been there. Great concert space and uh, certainly a great place to put on wrestling. And a week before the show was supposed to kick off, basically there was a, a cease and desist letter from the town of Rosemont, that Joe's was in violation of their lease if they were to proceed with this professional wrestling event uh, because they were not licensed to do wrestling or MMA, which is incredibly interesting because prior to that date, there had been MMA run there, AAW had run there, um, all all successfully, all without issue. But for some reason, a week before our event, this uh, legislation essentially came down that prevented us from being able to do so and threatened to that Joe's would lose their lease and their license if they were to proceed with this event. So it was a hard cancellation on their end and we were a week away from our event which is just kind of wild so we, we never really got the backstory as to why that happened the way it did presumptions can certainly be made um but we we were luckily able to pivot <laughs> as well as we possibly could
3: yeah it's very weird that all of a sudden like it was just our show that happened to be canceled or got that letter finally but anyways yeah, yeah so so we had to switch venues within a week and then once we got our venue and got everything set up um it looked beautiful i was just like okay like this is gonna look nice things are gonna be pull off well and then some things with the projector didn't work the audio system didn't work and it wouldn't be a wrestling show if something did not go right right
2: especially being our our very first show our
3: very first show so um once once the bell went off and we started running I, i i felt at ease and Everything was going to play out right because, you know, the, the seats were filling, people were coming in, people were having a good time, people were enjoying the matches yeah. and and the matches were really good quality. And I feel like from there, that was a good first step. And then everything just got better after that. So yeah. that's
2: and there were certainly some growing pains early on in learning uh, the, the do's and don'ts and especially trying to to establish our brand and what we wanted to put out there and things certain for show one, I mean, all, all of the matches from our very first show are on our YouTube channel. So those can be gone back and watched. Um, and it's interesting because it, it, we probably had a little over a hundred people in attendance, but it, Production-wise, it didn't look that way because they had put out 500 seats and and there yeah. was no direction into where to sit. So everyone was very... We really had the very first social distance show for our very <laughs> first show because people were just kind Stating of... Setting trends. Yeah. Exactly. And we were well ahead of our time three years in advance. Um, but I mean, like, there were some, some very significant, you know, underdog matches on that card that may not have been seen yet because it was very on and very early on in our, in our youth. Um, that was the very first time Kylie Ray and Tessa Blanchard went head-to-head Uh, In a match that that really stole the show and kind of put both of them on the map together as two women who could work really well together. That could be like that match should have been the main event. Had had we known how good their chemistry was and, and how well they would work together. And I think that really, you know, catapulted Kylie in a lot of different ways because. Tessa was her biggest fan after that point, and that really led to that. And what ended up being a trilogy match series between the two of them. And you know, in our in the main event of that show was Isaias Velasquez and GPA, and Simon Gotch, uh, who had worked with us for the first time in a triple threat, which was also killer. And uh, you know, I, I think at some point we should probably put the entire show together in its entirety so that it can be viewed uh, on demand. But again, you could find every single match from that on our YouTube channel, but uh, it. It certainly was a great starting point to yeah. kind of kick things off, regardless of of the production and and the way that things looked, because it really from there it it just kind of went to to the next level.
3: Yeah, we had Gringo Loco and his tag team partner who couldn't make it, so then we I, had to find a replacement. So then, who was our replacement? DJZ.
2: DJZ. Yeah, yeah just, so we
3: had just scrambling that day too. Right. Well, so right. we got a a great quality replacement. And yeah. And he was just awesome in that match as well.
2: Absolutely. And, and he became a staple for us right up until the time that he got signed to NXT. And it's awesome to see him doing big things now, too. Um, you know, so it's it's just so interesting to kind of see this journey and the way that things have progressed over the last three years. And, and here we are in a very different world three years later um, and still, you know, growing the brand and still developing as a company. But I, I think that. You know, the things that we've put in place, the, the values that rep- we represent, uh, the way we showcase women's wrestling and, and women wrestlers has always been of the utmost importance and priority to us from from day one, three years yep. ago. It, it's not a trend that we followed along with. This was prior to the to the women's and the divas revolution. This is just something that we always believed in as to be important and, and part of the foundation of Zello Pro. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad to see that resonated well for a lot of fans and continues today. Um you know what are what are some other things that you think we can expect to see over the next couple of months?
3: Oh man, I think I think somebody could be our first men's champion. Oh possibly. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I, I, they've been asking for it. They they've been asking for it for about three years now, and I I don't know. Maybe at the end of this year, maybe could be an announcement. I don't know. Possibly, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. That's possibly work towards there. that.
3: Um, there's plenty of people on our roster that can hold that hold that title. We're not necessarily gonna keep it one gender. I don't know, right? Yeah. Should, yeah. I, um, so we can we could see something like that. Um, we could see maybe new tag teams, new faces. Um. Possibly, possibly someone that we've been trying to bring in on on previous shows that get canceled or or uh, or flights uh, get canceled, yeah, yeah, due to weather,
2: yeah. Uh, And hopefully some new venues, too.
3: Yeah, new venues. We love
2: being in Chicago and and we love Milwaukee and exploring new places like we did in Kansas City. But, um, you know, we have always said that we we want to truly be a Midwest company. So certainly seeing us pop up in some other Midwestern markets are, you know, all things holding constant to the rest of the world is likely that we could uh, see some other opportunities there, too.
3: Yeah. With each show, we try to, like, improve one thing. So, like production could could be better the next show some some new uh format could be introduced you never know
2: Absolutely So if if people want to find more D Ray where can they do that
3: Um you could find me on Instagram and Twitter at dfnray Um also during this downtime I've I've been kind of bored so I've been starting a, a gaming stream on twitch so you could nice. find find me there at dfn ray 369 um i don't know if someone like if i threw in the 369 when i first started on twitch <laughs> or if, like someone originally had dfn ray but it, you could find me there um and then i think that's about oh wait what is there snapchat yeah i, I, I barely use <laughs> snapchat so so yeah but that's that's where you could find me most. like Instagram right, on, and Twitter,
2: like, and you're very you know, you're I'm very active Tuesday. on social media. Yeah. and and there's certainly a lot of uh, entertaining things that that people can come to you for, and you always uh, share some some very uh, enjoyable content,
3: yeah. like like when when I had to like redownload uh, you know Skype, I used to be on Skype like nonstop like back <laughs> yeah. in the day. Like I had, I opened it up and there's like four, like five conversations that I was having with people that I never answered them back. Oh, I, man. Thought, I feel so bad about that. Like I tweeted, <laughs> I, I hashtag D Ray is horrible.
2: <laughs> oh man. Amazing. Well, I, I certainly appreciate the time. I, I think that uh, there's a lot of exciting things to come here in the very near future. Um, and, and I hope that, Everybody listening or watching has enjoyed our conversation. And if there are any follow up questions or anything additionally they want to know, feel free to reach out directly to to you or to the Zello Pro page because uh, we're always on there responding to everybody and and filtering inquiries all day long. No doubt about it.
3: Yeah, definitely. Like on uh, when we we shared this post uh, about the show, I think the major question was: Will tickets from the show back in February be honored? And that's a yes,
2: correct. Yep. Correct. yeah, so there's a show in April that people had purchased tickets for. So anybody who had purchased tickets to the April show will be honored for this August event. Um, and and to that same point, if you purchase tickets to April show and you are not comfortable attending live events yet, uh, that's that's one hundred percent supported by us. You will receive a full refund if you request one, and then it opens up further uh, seats for the fifty capacity that we are allotted so that other people can attend who may be comfortable and may want to. So um, we certainly hope to see as many people there as we possibly can and we are working on live streaming options so that this can be uh watched from the comfort and safety of your own home as well as will obviously uh be uploaded to watch in its entirety after the fact so i think we certainly uh anybody who wants to get their eyes on it will have the opportunity to do so at, at one point or another
3: exactly we're trying to satisfy everyone and cover all bases here yeah. so again if you don't feel comfortable and you had a ticket from the prior show you could you could uh, ask for a refund or maybe hold it for another show.
2: Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Again, appreciate the time, man. Uh, yeah, I no hope that you continue to stay healthy and stay safe. And we certainly look forward to seeing you on August 15th.
3: Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I'll probably see you earlier, but yes, indeed. otherwise, yeah, I'll see you on the 15th for sure.
2: Yeah. Good deal, man. All right. See ya. Enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy.